Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week. This week, I want to talk to you about how to shift to a new market or a new focus or a new niche in your B2B copywriting business. But before I do that, I just want to mention, and by the way, this is something that I usually do at the end of the podcast, but I decided to do it now because I think some people may be missing it, is that if you have any comments or suggestions or tips about this podcast, please feel free to um, send me an email. My email address is steve at steveslonwhite.com. You can reach me there. And especially if you have any topic suggestions or questions about the podcast that you'd like me to address on a future podcast, please send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. So let's get started with shifting to a new market. Now, there's a friend of mine who recently did this. She switched to a brand new market about a year and a half ago. Uh, She was focused on a completely different type of copywriting, a a very different focus. She jumped in with both feet, and that wasn't really working for her, so she shifted over to a brand new niche market. It wasn't entirely brand new. She had done some work for companies in that niche, but she decided to fully dedicate herself to this particular uh, sub-industry and uh, a, a, a very particular niche market. And so far, she's been very, very successful at this market. And it led me to wonder, what would I do if I had to switch or pivot to a new focus in my copywriting business? Or what would I suggest that you do if you did that? Well, if I was to make a switch to focus on a new niche in my copywriting business, here are some of the things that I would do. And perhaps these, these tips will give you some ideas on what you can do if you decide to ever shift your focus in your B2B copywriting business. So here's what I would do if I were to do this. Number one, I would update my website. That sounds like a no-brainer, but you really need to uh, focus your website on the target market or niche that you are targeting or the specialty that you are going to be focusing on. Let me give you an example. Let's say you've been writing white papers and case studies for software firms, and you've been doing that for a while, and either you don't like it or perhaps that niche isn't working out for you the way you wanted it to, or for whatever reason, you decided to shift your focus, and now you want to write articles and e-newsletters for speakers and trainers and consultants, that can be a very good niche, but a very different niche than software companies. So what would you do? Well, step one, you would update your website. You would update your website so when uh, speaking, uh, professional speaking speakers and training firms and consulting firms and people in those companies go to your website, they immediately get the impression that you Uh, that you have a solution for them, that you do copywriting and consulting for them. So you need to update your website. That's what I would do. I would completely update my website to focus on my new target market or my new niche market. Now, that's a pretty brave decision to completely change your website. So if you are not making a complete change of focus, but perhaps just exploring a new market, let's say you still want to do some work for software companies, but you want to explore working with speakers and trainers and consultants. Another option is to, rather than change your entire website, 
is to add a new nav link, a new uh, page on your website just for that target market. And you could have a link on the homepage that says speaking and training firms, click here. And when someone clicks there, they get to a page that has uh, information on the copywriting services that you offer to speakers and trainers and consultants. So you can do it that way and kind of tip your toe in the water in a sense by adding that specialty on your homepage. But eventually, if it works out, you, you should have an entire website dedicated just to that target market. So there's two approaches there. Go whole hog or tip your toe in by having a dedicated page on your website. But certainly you got to update your website. The second thing I would do is I would tell everybody about my new niche market, about the new focus of my business. I would do that in a number of ways. I would update all my social media accounts, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. I'd make sure that the profiles listed on those accounts uh, tells everybody about the new focus that I have, that I'm now focusing on writing for speakers, trainers, and consultants. Also, I would send an email to everybody I know in my professional network, designers I've worked with, past clients I've worked with, colleagues I've worked with, anybody in the business community, in the professional community that knows me. I would let them know about my new focus. And the way I would do that is I would either call them or send an email and simply say in that email, hey, I have, this, I have this new focus with my business. I am now focusing on speakers, trainers, and consultants. And here are some of the things that I write for speakers, trainers, and consultants. Here are some of the problems that I solve for them. And I would send an email to everybody I know in my professional network, letting them know about this new focus. Now, the reason for that is obvious is I'm spreading the word to people that I know, people who already like me, people who already respect me to some extent. And they are the number one candidates to give me a potential referral. So if they know someone who could benefit, if they know a speaker, a trainer, or a consultant who could benefit from my services, well, then they, they may recommend me or refer me. So it's a great way to get referrals initially when you're changing the focus in your copywriting business. So tell everybody, everybody you know in your professional network about your new focus. So that's number two. That's what I would do. The third thing I would do is I would create what I call a buzz piece, which is really a little white paper or special report, something that positions me as an expert in my new focus. Uh, let me give you an example. I knew a copywriter many years ago, and she wanted to focus on uh, doing work with companies in the solar technology industry, a very unique, narrow-focused niche industry. And she was wondering how to target that industry, so she created a special report, a, a little white paper that was six, seven pages long about copywriting that sells solar technology products. And she used that as a way to help promote her business. It became her buzz piece, and it did two things for her. Number one, it established her credibility instantly in that market. People, just the fact that she published something like that, uh, signaled to people in that market that she knows what she's doing, that she's an expert at what she does. 
but it also became a great lead generator for her. She was able to send letters offering that, uh, that free report. She was able to put that on her website and offer it there and became a great way to generate leads and inquiries into her services. And it worked. She became very successful in that little niche market. So that's what I would do. I would create some sort of special report or maybe a short ebook or even an infographic or something that does those two things. Number one, establishes my expertise. And number two, is something enticing that potential clients could request from me. It will get their attention and request from me so I can generate leads. For me, that would be critical. In fact, I wouldn't enter into any new market or shift into any new market unless I had some sort of piece like that that I can use in my marketing and promotions into that market because it just works so well. So that's number three. So number one, update your website. Number two, tell everybody. Number three, create a buzz piece. Number four, I would explore quick ways to get in front of my target audience. So let's say, for example, that I was going to target speakers, trainers, and consultants. What would I do? Well, I would look for, number one, organizations of speakers and trainers. And there are a number of them out there. There's the National Speakers Association. Here in Canada, there's the Canadian Association of Professional Speakers. There's the American Society for Training and Development. So there's a lot of places where speakers and trainers hang out at associations. I would check those out and see if there's a way I can get in front of them somehow very, very quickly. Perhaps I can contribute an article to their newsletter. I can contact the person at the National Speakers Association that's in charge of the newsletter and say, can I contribute a couple of, of articles on copywriting? Um, I would find a way if I could perhaps do a webinar or be interviewed for a webinar that someone else is doing. I would just explore all these very quick ways that I could get in front of my target audience. So a lot of people know very, very quickly what it is I do and how I can help them. Um, another way that can work here is guest blogging. Find a blog that a lot of speakers and trainers are reading and see if you can uh, contribute an article or a guest post. I mean, there's all kinds of ways that you can do this, but find quick ways to get in front of your target audience so lots of people in that target audience find out what you do. Because trust me, half the battle in marketing your services to a brand new target audience, a brand new niche, is to, is to get them to find out that you even exist, to get them to find out about who you are and what you do. Very early on in the game, when you're switching to a new market, if you can find a way to let a lot of people know those two things, who you are and what you can do for them, really that's half the battle. You can get a lot of action, a lot of new clients just by doing that. So that's number, that's number four. And the fourth thing that I would do if I was switching to a new, mar new market the fifth thing I, I would do is I would build a prospect list. I would do some research on the internet, Google companies in my niche, looking at other ways to uh, find out the names of companies, and I would build a list of companies in this new niche that I'm targeting that I want to do business with. It wouldn't be a list of every company in that niche market. I would be very selective. I would cherry pick those companies that I suspect would be great clients for me. I would find a company that I'd want to do business with and say, wow, that's a, that 
company exactly fits the profile of the kind of company I want to work with. Uh, let me give you an example of this. Uh, there's a friend of mine, Diana Huff, who specializes in uh, small family-owned manufacturers. So her ideal client are f- small family-owned manufacturers. And I had a lead for her. I had a company like that contact me. And I called Diana and I said, would you like me to recommend you to this company? And she said, well, tell me about them. And I said, well, it's a small family-owned manufacturer. The, uh, um, the, uh, the father is the chairman. The son is the president of, of the company. And as soon as I said that, she said that, that exactly meets the profile of the ideal client for me. So that's what you want to do when you build a prospect list. You want to find those companies that exactly fit the profile of the ideal client for you and build a very selective prospect list. Because when you have a prospect list like that, then you can explore ways to contact that list. This may, may not even be a long list. You may only have 100 names on it, but they're all potential ideal clients. And you can explore ways to contact them. There's numerous ways you can um, send an email, you can send a, a, a letter or a card, you can call them. I mean, there's all kinds of ways you can explore getting into those companies, finding out who to talk to, and introducing yourself and your services to them. And because it's a prospect list is by nature a small list, I would suggest no more than 100 names. 100 names is actually a big list. Um, then that gives you the time to look at each company and strategize how best to contact them and and keep it going and keep knocking on various doors to see if you can get in because all you have to do is land one or two or three of these ideal clients and you may have a foundation of of great clients to grow your business in this new niche so prospect lists are very very important uh, and I recommend that you build one. And if I was doing it all over again, or if I was focusing on a new niche market, that's one of the things I would do is I would build a prospect list. And finally, number six, and this one's a little more long term. It's not necessarily a quick way to grow my business in a new niche market, but more long term. And that is start building my referral network. And what I mean by that is professionals and companies in the niche market that I'm targeting that could potentially recommend me or give me a referral. For example, if you were targeting speakers and trainers, um, you might want to find out which graphic design firms or which freelance design people uh, target those professionals and those types of companies. Trust me, there are design firms and freelance designers out there that specialize in working with trainers and speakers. So, you know, find out who the designers are that are focusing on your niche and then find a way to introduce yourself to those professionals and get to know them because they could potentially refer you to their clients and vice versa. There may be consultants that target companies in your, in your new niche market. There may be marketing firms. There may be other types of professionals who could uh, potentially recommend you. So start building that referral network building those relationships. Yes, it can sometimes take time (laughs) uh, to build a referral network, but trust me, it's worth it. It's the best investment you can make is building out your referral network. So if I were to focus on a new niche market today, those are the steps I would take. I would update my website. I would tell everybody in my professional network. I would create some sort of buzz piece like a special report. 
I would explore quick ways to get in front of my target audience so a lot of them know very quickly what it is that I do and what I can do for them. I would start building a selective prospect list of ideal clients I'd love to land. And I'd start building out my, my referral network, building those relationships with those professionals and companies that could potentially refer me to clients. And that's how I would do it. And that's how I suggest that you do it. So I hope some of those ideas help you if you are thinking of making a switch in a new direction within your B2B copywriting business and perhaps focusing on a new industry or a new niche market. I hope that helps you. So that's this week's uh, B2B Writing Success Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And just as a reminder, if you have any topic suggestions or comments on this podcast, please feel free to send me an email. My email address is steve at stevesloanwhite.com and you can reach me right there. And thank you for bearing with me throughout this podcast. As you can tell, I have a bit of a scratchy throat, so I got through it all right, I think. Have a great week, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.